Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You're listening to The Extra Point Show with Sal Capaccio on WGR Sports Radio 550. It's a little different on Black Friday, doesn't it? A day like today? You keep that going. You can turn that up a little bit, Josh. I want to hear this. I want to feel I want to get into it today. I want to feel it. Because I'm ready to go. Like Republica. Long weekend. For most of you. I mean, not for me. I'm working. I'm working on this weekend. This Black Friday. Keeping you company as you drive around. No sneaky Joe DiBiase. We're going to give him the rest of the day off. He did a great job in the morning show with Nate Geary today. So, Joe and Nate this morning. Now you're stuck with me here for the next two hours. Sal Capaccio this uh, this morning leading into the afternoon here on WGR. Good to be along with you on a Black Friday. Why is it called Black Friday? I got that question today. I got that question from my nine-year-old. About to be 10 next week. And I was very, very happy that he asked me. Because I love, I've loved explaining it to him. You, I mean, Josh. I mean, you do know why it's called Black Friday, right? I actually don't. I feel like I've been told before. Yes, but I don't See, remember. There's no shame in not knowing. There's no shame in not knowing. I think a lot of people think it's because oh my god, there's so many people out there and it's horrible and it's lots of lines and shopping. That is not why they call it Black Friday. So my son says to me this morning, he's out shopping with my wife right now. And they're doing the Black Friday thing. And I'm like, I got a radio show to do. So I can't do that today. So he says, Dad, why do they call it Black Friday? I said, that's a great question, son. I'm so glad you asked because I wanted to implore some knowledge to you today. And I was hoping you'd ask. I was secretly hoping he'd ask that question, but never wanted to bring it up. But he did. So as you know, Josh, like when you do a ledger and you write things, if you are in the negative a lot of times you write it in red, right? Like old school. We're not doing computers here, but it could be on a computer on a, on a list of some sort. If you go to, you know, Excel or numbers or whatever, but if you're writing down like pluses and minuses on your ledger, as far as like a checkbook and balancing or your bills, if you get negative, it's in the red, right? You're in the red. You've heard the term in the red, right, Josh? Yeah. Yep. So if you have, you know, 
$300 coming in, but your expenses are $500, you're $200 in the red. You have to make that up. Okay. So Black Friday is a day, and the reason it's called that is where retailers get to go from being in the red to in the black because people go shopping and they spend money there. So if your business that you operate has been kind of floating, you're in the red a little bit too much, and oh my gosh, we got too many expenses, we got not enough sales, Black Friday, Josh and Max, who asked me, and I explained this to him, is a day where they make money to get them out of the red and into the black, Black Friday. Hmm. I never knew that. That's that's interesting. I, I feel like I heard a story about this, and maybe I was given misinformation because that was nothing like what I remember the story being about. I, I think it. I, I think the story that I heard was like re- it was related to Black Tuesday, like the stock market crash and everything like that. So, whoever told me that must have been completely wrong. But what are you going to do? I I can't really remember it. So I mean, unless <laughs> unless I've always you know used it wrong, but I don't think so. Um, anyway, there are actually other explanations. If you look up why it's called Black Friday, that's the explanation that I know that I've heard for many years and it makes a lot of sense and I think it's true, but there are also other explanations that you can go online and read. So yours might be one of them. Some people are going to tweet me, X me, whatever at sell sports and say, no, no, that is not true. I'm, I'm telling you, that's why it's true. It's gotta be true. I learned it and it makes sense. So I'm going to stick with it my whole life now. Everything that I'm looking at, you know, online, even if even if someone gives me a better explanation or says no, this is why, Sal, you've been taught your. Own, I I am now fifty. I am not changing. This is why it's called Black Friday. Yeah, everything I'm looking at online says the theory or description that you gave. So, I mean, there's there you go. all sorts of like economic websites and history websites mm-hmm. that are like, yeah, this is why it's called Black Friday. So I believe you. So you just got a nice history lesson this morning. My my job here is done today. All right, my job here is done. Josh, yeah, we'll just now we'll, get a history lesson. We'll roll commercials the rest of the show. It's it's fine. The history lesson's <laughs> over. Everybody, uh, everybody driving around got their Black Friday history lesson. Now, if you are driving around today, if you are shopping today, whatever you're doing, thank you for tuning in here on WGR Sports Radio 550. My name is Sal Capaccio. Obviously, we love that. We want you to be safe out there. Um, streets, it's going to be a lot, of, a lot of people going to and from places today. So just be careful driving around. Uh, kids are off today. I know a lot of people, a lot of kids had off on Wednesday. Some didn't. My son didn't. Buffalo Public Schools did not. Uh, a lot of the suburbs did. But now everybody's off. It's Black Friday. And it's a day to, it's kind of, it is a holiday. I mean, there's football on today. There's basketball on today. Then we got a Black Friday football game in the NFL we're going to get to in a little while. Sabres play tonight at 6 p.m. I'll be headed down there, going to that game today. And we got you covered. Covered here programming wise on WGR Sports Radio 550. So we got a lot of things to get to and something else really cool today. So let me set up the show. They've got a really interesting Friday show for you today. It's a Buffalo football Friday, by the way, and always on a Buffalo football Friday. We are going to, in fact, let me give our sponsors Buffalo football Friday. It is presented by Tops Markets. Score big savings and elevate your food game. We always talk to Sean McDermott. We're going to do that today. That's at 1130 today. All right. Bills have a bit of a different schedule with the Thanksgiving week. So McDermott comes aboard at 1130. We'll get it. I'll try to ask him a couple of Thanksgiving questions. You know, know he's going to be focused on the Eagles, but that's all right. Got to ask him a couple of Thanksgiving questions and Black Friday questions and shopping and what he's doing today. I'm sure he's going to say he's preparing for the Philadelphia Eagles, which is great. That's what you want to hear. Uh, but he will be aboard at 1130. And of course, more than anything, we will make sure we get an injury update. Uh, the Bills do have... Two players, important players, still in the league's concussion protocol. Dane Jackson, who has not practiced yet this week, 
Taron Johnson, who went from no practice on Wednesday during the walkthrough to a limited participant yesterday, still in the protocol. You can practice when you're in the protocol, but there are certain steps and certain, certain things you can and can't do. As he progresses, he was limited. Good news on Taylor Rapp. We all saw the neck injury last week, him being put in the ambulance. Taylor Rapp also limited at practice after not practicing Wednesday. Back to limited on Thursday. Also limited two days in a row, Micah Hyde and Cam Lewis. Lots of defensive backs injured. But encouraging that all but one of them has been you know, back to practice in some capacity. Obviously, not good dude right now on Dane Jackson, not being out there, but we'll see you know, where that goes. Today's Friday. If he's not practicing today, you know, I would say chances are he's not playing. It's already probably trending that way, but we'll get that with Sean McDermott at 1130. Before we have McDermott on, at 11.15, Pat Hammer's going to come aboard. Now, Pat's usually at 11.30, but he was kind enough to juggle his schedule because of you know Sean at 11.30. Pat's going to give us a weather update in Philadelphia. I know there's going to be maybe some showers in the area, but will they impact the game? Not sure. Pat will tell us that. Maybe you're going to Philadelphia. Maybe you're already there. You have family there. I know people are going to... Uh, the Sabres are in New Jersey Saturday night, which is like, what, an hour and a half away from like the two arenas. That's a cool trip, Josh. Sabres in New Jersey... Saturday night, Bills in Philly Sunday, and it's like an hour and a half drive from arena to arena. That's a nice trip you could make on a Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I, I feel like there's not many times in a year that this happens, but it happened once already this year with the Washington uh, mm. Commanders, Bills, and then uh, Washington uh, Capitals and Sabres. So it's kind of interesting that, was that it happened twice. But you're right. Well, true. Yep, this preseason, yep. No, 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 it's okay, but you're right. I mean, it, this is now obviously important, and the Sabres have put themselves not in an envious position here where they're not out of it or anything like that, but, you know, a big point loss to the Washington Capitals uh, with the overtime loss the other night. Washington scores a minute and 15 remaining. They win it in overtime with just five seconds, I think it was, remaining in overtime. 3.2. Um, so the Sabres, 3.2. Thank you. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Just, just one you could not give up, and they did. And that was a big point loss to a team you're trying to chase that had already a winning streak and continued that. And now they get the Pittsburgh Penguins tonight. That came at 6 o'clock. It's a 6 o'clock puck drop tonight. Pre-game here during Show Up with the Bulldog at 5 p.m. I'll be on the roundtable with them coming back at you at 4 o'clock today. So I got a full day here on the radio. At 10.30, at just at about 15, 20 minutes from now, listen up. This is why I did it today, because I said, we got kids off from school you're, you're driving around, you're with your parents, you're hanging out, whatever. There's parents driving around listening. If your child plays high school football, if you are listening and play high school football, if, if that retains to you, you know somebody, you coach, you're part of, you're an educator, whatever, you have a family member. If you know somebody who is interested in playing college football, who's currently at the high school level, there is a recruiting night coming up at Highmark Stadium on December 6th, a couple weeks, okay? And this is going to be like recruiting. There's going to be colleges from all over at all different levels. This isn't like, okay, just Alabama's coming to recruit your kid and you're going to get this scholarship to play for Nick Saban. I'm talking about all different levels, Division Three, one AA, or Division Two, whatever, whatever they call it now, FPS, FBS. This is, this is you're going to want to listen because Len Jankowitz, Greater Buffalo Sports Hall of Fame member, good friend of mine, uh, former Lancaster head coach, Len Jankowitz, is going to join me at 1030 to tell everybody about that. It's a really, really tough space to navigate for a lot of people. I don't think a lot of parents and kids get the right or full information a lot of times when they want to do those things because maybe they don't even ask the right questions. So this is going to be great for you to understand what questions to ask, where to go, who to see, who could help you. It's a college recruiting night. And we'll also talk with Len, A, about 
the three teams playing in the state semifinals this weekend. It is a Buffalo football Friday, and we have Buffalo football this weekend playing for state semifinals to get to the state finals in high school football. Three different levels. You got Bennett. You got uh, Climber Sherman Panama, so CSP. And you got Salamanca, all in the state semifinals. So give us a bit of a you know rundown of each of those games. And the other thing we'll talk about real quickly as well with Len, the explosion of girls' flag football. And that's now coming to colleges. So a lot on the table there. I just thought today was a good day to fit this in for a lot of people driving around and parents and people who want to have this information. So that's going to happen at 1030. We'll get with that uh, with Len. Three Dog Thursday on a Friday this week. I'm mad, Josh. I had, I was 2-0, and and the only game I missed, I was 2-1 and last week, the only game I missed, I took the Bucks plus 12, and they lost by 13 to the Niners last week. That's that was the only just, game I missed. That's on Baker Mayfield there. I mean, you just, uh-huh. you can't, you can't have that happen. That's just not acceptable. Well, I have to get back on track today. How about the uh, Jets getting 9.5? Could be on the docket, little tease, but I'll let you know about that. When I get to three dog Thursday, I'll do that. When am I going to do three dog? I guess I'll do it right at 11 o'clock because that'll be right before Pat Hammer at 11.15. So it'll all work out here on a Buffalo Football Friday on the Extra Point Show on WGR. Hope you're enjoying your Black Friday. And of course, the phone lines are always open to you, especially before we get to our guests. 803-0550. 803-0550. I used to give both numbers. I'm not going to give the 888 number today. I remember, don't do that. We don't need that today. 803-0550. And every time we talk to you, we are getting connected with our fans. It is brought to you by Northtown Kia, Western New York's number one Kia dealer. Shop online at NorthtownKia.com. All right, let's uh, go to Steve in Virginia. Hi, Steve. What's going on, man? You're on the Extra Point Show. Happy Black Friday. Happy belated Thanksgiving. Uh, you as well, Sal. Thank you. Hey, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I have a question about uh, the offense, but I do also have a sandwich recommendation for you that's not the cheesesteak in Philly that you should try. Okay. I'll go with the offense first. I'm just curious to see if uh, Brady will do um, d- things differently with Hardy and Shearfield going on. Because I felt like we really haven't seen much from these guys. You know, like Hart, um seems like Hardy was more like the McKenzie role and Shearfield. I mean, I know they're using them on special teams, but really not much on offense. Just want to get your take on that. Well, I thought that early in the game they did do that. And I saw Shearfield on early and they were kind of rotating in and then um, I didn't see. I got to look back at the snap counts. They did play a little more than normal, but I would also say the game late in the fourth quarter, in the fourth quarter, they they moved guys around and they started resting guys. So I don't know how much you can read into that. I would say this, Steve. Anytime you have a new coordinator, I think that anything's on the table as far as what they might think might be better and guys not being used. And I'll give you a great example. Ty Johnson, right? Ty Johnson suddenly gets used in the game. He's carrying the ball. He gets a catch. And it's it kind of said to me, and I don't know this, but it kind of said to me, I bet you Joe Brady has always liked Ty Johnson, what he's seen in practice, what he's seen on the practice squad, and said, if I get a chance to call plays, I'm using this guy. I think he's got juice. I think he could play. So I wouldn't be surprised to see something like that. Now, that said, Gabe Davis still played like Gabe Davis plays. He played pretty much the full complement of snaps that they normally give him. And Joe Brady said, even though he wasn't involved in the passing game, he was a super important player. So then it becomes a point of, Steve, where are the snaps to come from for those guys? Okay. Yeah, I agree with you. But you got it? Like, I, I love how they use Ty Johnson, like getting him out like that and how he scored a touchdown. And I like uh, the new uh, play they added in for Cook. I mean, those were great. So um, hopefully yeah. we'll you know, continue to see new wrinkles. But uh, yeah, regarding what's the, the, uh, what's the What's the Philly sandwich now? 
Um, it's the roast pork sandwich. Um, you can get it with broccoli rob, which I highly recommend. Like it's sautéed in garlic. It tastes really good. Um, and you can also get like either sharp or provolone. But the place I recommend, it's from Tony and Nick's. It's the original Tony Luke uh, location, but it's called Tony and Nick's. It's on Oregon Avenue. I mean, the roast pork is seasoned unbelievably. I mean, you'll definitely like it. It's a lot better than cheesesteak. Okay, now let me ask you a question, Steve. All right, you mm-hmm. just talked about broccoli rob, okay? Do you, do you you call broccoli rob? You've had broccoli rob then, right? Correct? I mean, you're talking about it, I would guess. Oh, yes. I've had many times going okay. to Philly. Well, have you ever called it rapini? Because I think broccoli rob and rapini are the same things, and I love rapini. And growing up in an Italian household, my mom would cook rapini all the time. And I've asked my wife. My wife has cooked rapini, and it's the same thing. It's basically you – it's the edible leaves and the buds and the the stems basically – um, from it's broccoli rob. It's the same thing, and you soak it in garlic. Basically, have you ever had rapini? Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's delicious. So I guess it, it, and it's, 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 like, are they the same thing? I think they're the same thing, right? Yeah, I think it's the same thing. I think it's like kind of like how, like you know, in the north, like we call stuff like Pepsi pop, but then you go yes, yes, soda or Coke. Yeah, see, all right, that's good because when you say because what you're telling me totally appeals to me. You're talking about the roast pork. With broccoli mm-hmm. rob, which I would call rapini. I love rapini. So this this sounds like something that would definitely appeal to me this weekend. Now, not going to have a lot of time in Philly. Um, you know, traveling on the the team charter because I on the radio crew. Uh, yep. we'll, we won't get in there until like dinner time on Saturday. But I will have a little bit of time to get something to eat on Saturday evening. Obviously, so maybe I'll check out the uh, roast pork and the uh, broccoli rob slash rapini. Yeah, it's like Tony and Nick's is really good. There's another one called John's. The only thing I don't like about John's is that they have these weird house rules, and if you don't follow them, the staff gives you attitude. But those would definitely be like the top two. Places. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. T- tell me more about this. What do you mean? Um, it's like wait, you what house order... rules do you have to follow? It's like you have to order stuff from the grill first in your order. Because like if you say if like you order like you know the roast pork, and then like if you want like a, a hot sandwich that they cook on the grill they'll start giving you attitude. <laughs> like, I was in there once. I'm like, okay, I don't care how good the sandwich is. I'm not going to deal with attitude like that. But I guess that's Philly, you know, <laughs> you know, brash and full of attitude, you know. Wow, that reminds me of Jerry Seinfeld in the Soup Nazi episode, like when he just gets mad because you don't order it the right way, right? Isn't that what happens in that episode? Yeah, because, like, you know, if you go in this place called John's, they actually have house rules for you to follow. You know, wow. Hey, I'm all for rules, man. Follow. Hey, it's your business. You got to follow rules, but that's okay. Got to be buttoned up. Got to go in there and make sure you're, uh, you're doing it right. Steve, thank you. I appreciate that. I got to make sure if I go into John's, uh, you know, to follow the rules right there. He might say no roast pork for you. Is that what he would say? I'm not really sure. Boy, classic episode, right? 803-0550 here on the Extra Point Show on WGR today. <laughs> Give us a call. 803-0550 is the number. I'm just thinking about like going into this place and like not ordering it the right way and someone getting in yelling at me, someone getting mad at me. By the way, public service announcement today. <clears throat> I've worked in the retail industry. Um, I'm sure in the business industry, the restaurant industry, I should say. I'm sure a lot of you listening have. Be kind to your retail employees today. Be kind to your restaurant employees today. They're working their tails off today. It's Black Friday. You know, make sure they know how much you appreciate them and how hard they're working. It can be a little frustrating, you know. You're looking for the uh, you're looking for the big Black Friday sale that everybody's there, and you all something's running out. They don't have enough. Don't be mad at the the retail employee. Be mad at the the distributor. You know, they're doing their best. Be kind to them. 
Is there like a what's the big like Black Friday thing everybody's buying for their kids this year? I don't even know. When I was growing up, how, remember Cabbage Patch Kids? Yep, that was the, Cabbage Patch Kids. If you're of a certain age, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. I never had one. You okay? You they were. Kinda, you know what I mean, though. Yeah, but they were kind of like. I don't know, because they're still around, but they weren't like the original ones. Like when you were a kid, they were like newer and they had like different things to them and stuff like that. Like there was different marketing, I think, towards like kids my age when I was younger. But I I think they're still like somewhat around. I just don't think they're like as big anymore. Is there something this year that everybody's like going after for kids like that? I don't even know. Because now, see, the difference now, obviously, is... You get things online, which, by the way, is why we have a Cyber Monday, right? It's called Cyber Monday, if I'm correct, right, Josh? That's what you call it now. Yeah. Yep. And that's that's the difference now. It's not like – now, people do go shopping. I mean, my wife and son are out shopping. A lot of people are out shopping today. It's the cool thing to do. You go out Black Friday shopping. You get out of the house. It's night. It's not bad weather. But, you know, it's you also just can kind of just sit at home and order online. And it kind of takes the Black Friday feel out of it going to the, sto- going to the stores – but if there's also like one item everybody wants, you don't have to go and line up around the... You know. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The the line wrapped around the store and they open it up at 7 a.m. and everybody rushes in like they're going to a concert for general admission. Now there is though there's there's like waiting queues. Like I remember like when the PS5 came out there yeah. was like you'd sit online and the website like would occasionally crash and everyone would get pulled out of the queue and you'd have to go back into it and wait longer and then eventually like you got in and it mm-hmm. was like oh they're all sold out. So you wait in this so it's kind of the same thing where you're like waiting for something but 
you you have no idea if it's going to be there. Whereas when you're in the store, you can see how many are left and you can see if you have a chance at getting something. Where when you're waiting online in one of those queues or whatever, you could get on there and it, oh, it's sold out and you waited six hours for nothing. Kind of like everything that happened with those Taylor Swift tickets a few years ago. Where, I was just like, thinking about that. That's the same thing with tickets. Yeah. Like you're waiting for for potentially something and, and you might get there and it might be super expensive and you're like, oh, now I waited all this time and I either don't have the money or I don't want to spend that money on this mm-hmm. thing I've been waiting for. So it has its benefits, but it also definitely has its negatives. Let's go out to Walter in Toronto. Um, they, You guys had Canadian Thanksgiving. I call it Canadian. Canada had their Thanksgiving back in October, right, Walter? That's right. It's the uh, the second uh, Monday in October, and uh, mm-hmm. that's ours. And sometimes it coincides perfectly with the Bills schedule, so we'll celebrate it down there and watch a Bills game. But I love American Thanksgiving because – it's just three games on a Thursday, you know, and everybody's mm-hmm. working. It's just great. It's heaven. But uh, I hope I trust you had a great Thanksgiving. I wanted to ask you, watching those games uh, yesterday, and, and I suspect you you would have gone Packers on your three dog Thursday if you had the opportunity. I I I you know what I wouldn't have. I actually thought about that. I would not have. I don't think I would have taken the Packers. I probably would have been scared thinking the Lions could blow them out. Yeah, you know, you're right, but they're just dismal on Thanksgiving, eh, the Lions, regardless of how good the team is. I mean, this is like seven in a row. And, uh, and I, I, think I was of- stunned. I actually was I was stunned that the Packers did what they did to the Lions yesterday. I don't think the Packers are very good. No, I agree. But Jordan Love's got some upside. But the reason I, I wanted to ask your opinion, one thing I noticed about the game, I think the Bills – I mean, let, let's face it. They got to beat either Philly or Dallas. They they got they got to need they need a win there in one of those games. And Dallas looked fantastic, but I think Philly can be beat if the Bills play a a patient sort of time of possession type of game where they're keeping the Philly offense off the field. You know, that's going to require some good runs, some good short stuff. And I think we got the personnel to do it. I hope I hope that's the game plan. I, I don't know. I, I don't think we want to get into a running gun with Philly, but uh, what's your opinion on that, Sal? My opinion is if the Bills don't turn the ball over, I think they win the game. I, honestly, Walter, I know it sounds cliche. I'm not trying to just be super general, low-hanging fruit here, but that's what's killed them this year. They get in certain situations where the numbers are good in offense, the Bills are moving the ball, and then something critical happens. They turn the ball over, an interception, a fumble, a penalty to knock them out of field goal range. But that's general. It's not – people talk about drive starts for the Bills. They don't have great drive starts compared to their opponent. I agree with that. It's how the drives have ended that have killed the Bills. And it's not because they're going three and out a lot. It's because they make a mistake. I think if they can – not turn the ball over in this game, I think they come out victorious, to be quite honest with you. I know it's something simple and easy that football coaches and football people say. I do think it's that simple this week, though. Well, and, you know, it's a good point because, I mean, that's what really hurt Detroit yesterday. They gave up the ball. Yeah, that's exactly right. In the first half, and that's, and that's the end of that. But we're looking forward to your picks today, 11, and all the best, Sal. Good luck on Sunday. All right, you got it, Walter. Hope you have a um, great west- rest of your weekend. All right, we'll take a timeout. Len Jankowitz is going to join me next. Coach Jankowitz, former Lancaster head coach, a legend. And not just saying Lancaster legends, he's a legend as a coach here in Western New York. He's also in the Greater Buffalo Sports Hall of Fame. He's doing so much for our high school community and kids. And there's a recruiting night coming up. If you are a parent of a high school player, if you're a high school player, if you know a high school player, somebody in your life, you, that wants to play college football, 
you're going to want to pay attention to the next segment because he's going to tell you all about it and how to navigate through that and what's going on and opportunities that are there for you. And we'll preview the three Section 6 Western New York teams playing for a state semifinal this weekend here on a Buffalo Football Friday on WGR. Michael took that pass away. Sabres get it back again. Here's Benson in front. What a move! Scores! Zach Benson with his first NHL goal, and that is a beauty to remember for all time. Wow, what a goal by Zach Benson and puts the Sabres up 2 to nothing. Wow is right. If you were watching that game the other night, Zach Benson scores his first NHL goal, and it is a beauty between the legs amazing goal. And the minute that happened, Dan Dunleavy on the call, by the way, Sabres Radio Network, minute that happened, we're all like, you got to keep this kid here. You can't send him down. If you send him down now after that, we are taking pitchforks. We are rioting down to Kevin Adams' office. Well, guess what? We have breaking news from Paul Hamilton. Benson staying. Zach Benson is staying. He is confirmed. He is playing tonight, which would be his 10th game, which means that's it. The nine games was the cutoff. They had to make a decision. They've made their decision. Zach Benson is playing tonight against the Pittsburgh Penguins, 6 o'clock down at the arena, and then he's staying for the year. Zach Benson, kid has earned it. Great to see. Hope to see a lot of you down there. We'll be down there tonight and watching Zach Benson and the Buffalo Sabres against the Pittsburgh Penguins. So breaking news here on WGR Sports Radio 550 from our Paul Hamilton, Zach Benson playing tonight, which means he is staying for the season. Follow Paul on Twitter at PHAM1717. And of course, WGR550.com. Let's head out to the West Her Hotline right now. My good buddy, legend in these parts, high school football coach, Greater Buffalo Sports Hall of Fame member, my color analyst when I do TV games on Spectrum, Len Jankowitz joins me on the West Her Hotline. We got a lot to get to. Hey, buddy, hope you had a great Thanksgiving, man. Yeah, we did. And I hope you uh, had a great one with your family. Yeah, we did for sure. It's Black Friday. What do you do on Black Friday? Are you going out and shopping all day or you know you what do you do you watching football what are you doing today no i think i'm hanging hanging around here just uh you know making sure things are in order for the recruiting night we'll we'll talk about sal but uh hey a lot of great football in high school and uh, i think you alluded to it about uh, this this weekend and uh you know possibly an opportunity for some state titles next weekend too yeah, for sure. We'll talk about that in a minute. I want to get, first of all, to this recruiting night. That's the big reason why we wanted to talk to you, Coach. And um, I'm, I'm just so happy you know, to have someone like you, and we should be thankful to be a part of this. And I know you have a lot of people you're working with to really kind of help navigate the space for parents and kids who want to play football at the next level. It can be very confusing. Sometimes they don't have the right information. Sometimes they don't ask the right questions even. So can you get, just give us and everybody a general overview of what recruiting night is, when it is, and how it works? Yeah, well, first of all, I think uh, <clears throat> the adage about Division One football is that uh, those kids are, are hand-picked almost because of social media and because how the game is advertised now. I mean, there's, there's no stone unturned. I mean, uh, athletes are discovered. There's a lot of eyes on uh, Division I athletes, but, uh, you know, what we're doing here, and by the way, Sal, we've been doing this for the last, uh, I think this is going to be our 20th year that the uh, Amazing. The group I'm part of, the Western New York Amateur Football Alliance, puts, it, puts this whole thing on. And I know there's a group of parents out there that say, well, 
I mean, what's this recruiting all about? I mean, how much is school going to cost? You know, am I going to get a, a right fit for my young man or, you know, maybe even perhaps young lady? And we'll get into that in a minute, too. But, uh, it, you know, it's a, it's a black hole for a lot of these parents because it's really or probably 99% of the time it's the first time they're going through it. And it's, uh, you know, it's kind of a daunting experience. So what we try to do is this. Uh, we we have a recruiting night. The, the Bills give us uh, the Pepsi uh, suite, which is great. It's a uh, you know it's the west entrance of the stadium. And what we do, Sal, bring in Division two, II, Division three college representatives, and uh, you know it's a a meet and greet kind of an informal situation. And Sal, I want to emphasize, there's no cost to this at all. Nobody is charging mm-hmm. anybody anything. All it is is just a uh, you know, uh, a representative from Division Two schools that most people know about, you know, the, the East Stroudsburgs, uh, the Gannons, the uh, Edinburghs, the Mercyhurst, Clarions, uh, you know, Shepard. And by the way, Shepard had, has, a, has a quarterback in the NFL right now, right? So uh, Tyson ba- uh, Bagent, as I say it, Bagent, I think, right, as I say it. But uh, yeah. uh, either way, yeah, the, the, the Bears kid, he looks really good. Yeah, well, I mean, there, there's some quality athletes there at the bottom line. And, and in New York State, as you well know, there's uh, a concentration of great, great Division three schools, which are great opportunities for kids. So uh, this coming one, well, not this coming one day, Wednesday, but Wednesday, December 6th, uh, between 6 and 8.30 p.m., uh, we'll have everybody congregate there and uh, kind of exchange ideas. And, uh, you know, people ask, well, how many schools will be there? You know, there'll be at least 20 or 25 different schools there, sometimes up to 40, depending on how the recruiting schedule goes. But here's the thing that's a little bit different about this year. We've invited the the Section 5 schools to okay. show up here, too, which will give us a full complement of, when I when I say Western New York style, we're going from Rochester all the way, you know, to, to Buffalo and maybe – there might be some Canadian friends, too, that want to just come down and see this thing. So this would be a, a great opportunity for the college coaches out there to connect with some kids. But like I said, the, the emphasis is getting the parents out, too. And, you know, for the last three years, we were doing this thing uh, virtually. So we did this thing online. I did this thing with the Rochester uh, paper. I think you know Marquel uh, Slaughter. He works for the uh, Democrat Chronicle uh, and uh, uh, we had Clevis Murray from the Buffalo News. We had Trench Trophy Committee members. We had Frank Wolf from the Western New York Athletic Group. We did this thing virtually online where we had schools that were all over the country just chiming in and listening to us talk about kids here. But now we're going back to how we've normally done it, you know, a person-to-person meet-and-greet opportunity, and it should be a great night for Western New York football. Give the details on the night and where it is again. And what time? Yeah, it's at the uh, Highmark Stadium, the Pepsi Club, the West Entrance. You know, that's the uh, the, the Abbott Road entrance, uh, Gate 6, uh, between 6 and 8.30 p.m. and Wednesday night. Uh, you know, we're hoping the weather is good. It's always chancy, you know, in early December, yeah. so, but uh, we'll have a great a great turnout there. And, then again, it's sponsored by the uh, Western New York Amateur Football Alliance. Uh, you can go to our website which is WNYAFA.com, and get more information about it. But, uh, you know, parents sometimes text 
my president, Tim Jerome, about uh, you know, what to do and what not to do at these college nights. It's very informal. You know, a lot of times, Sal, it's the first time that the parents and the kid talk about opportunities. You know, you know, what do we do? We, do we arrange college visits? You know, and it's an expensive proposition, as you well know, from from your goings around at different. I mean, it, it's just a, uh, a you know a big cost. And um, no doubt about it. I think it. the financial aspect, you know, the parents want to know about from the college reps, and they're going to be informative. And uh, you know, we hope it's a beginning of a great career for somebody that maybe wasn't one of those. Division one athletes, they got recruited early in life, you know, but this gives them an opportunity to continue the game they love at a school that could be a great fit for them. And, uh, you know, you know, the rest could be history for them. Len Jenkowitz in the Western Hotline. Flag football, uh, girls flag football, exploding here in Western New York and around the nation. Another area, an opportunity maybe for people and, and young ladies to advance on in, in a sport that's really becoming popular as well, right? You know, Sal, I can't wait for December 6th, not only for all the reasons I talked to you about, but we are offering a, uh, a college rep table there for women's NCAA collegiate football, which has started here in Western New York. Uh, Coach Keith Wing at uh, Villa Maria started the program and. And, uh, Sal, you know, we connect with each other, you know, off the air, too. And I think I've told you this. Villa Maria will not be the last opportunity for NCAA football here in Western New York. I'm sure it will catch on. So for all the ladies that are student athletes in Rochester and Buffalo, here's your opportunity to get at the ground floor and talk to Coach Wayne from Villa Maria at our college night and ask him questions that I can't even imagine. You know, uh, what could happen here? So, uh, you know, we're, we're proud to do this for the young ladies here in Western New York. And, uh, you know, I I tip my hat to Villa Maria for offering uh, the opportunity. And I can't wait for December 6th to see, see how many people turn out for that. It's going to be awesome for sure. We have three teams from Section 6 right here in Western New York competing for state titles still. They're still alive. They're in the semifinals this weekend. Let's run through them real quickly. Just give us a, a, a quick rundown on what you know uh, about these teams. Um, we'll start in Class D. Uh, Class D is going to be uh, our good friend Ty Harper doing a great job at Climber Sherman Panama CSP. They're playing today at 3 o'clock. Today at 3 o'clock against Section 4 Tioga. Yeah, Tioga. How about that, Sam? Or, yeah, so we're 39 straight games they've won. 39 mm. straight games. And, uh, we, you know, we, we've covered CSP certainly in our broadcast. And yep. Ty Harper does a great job there. He's won a state title himself uh, in 2018 and 2019. And Tioga has, is the two-time reigning state champion. So this could be the pseudo- state championship, I would think. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what's going on on the eastern part of the state, but it's going to be a heck of a game today at 3 o'clock at uh, Cicero North Syracuse where the uh, the western semis will be held uh, this weekend. And then tomorrow it kicks off at noon. Salamanca, I mean, boy, so you talk about tough football. Salamanca, they play some tough football down there. I'm very familiar with them as a, a Class C guy myself growing up at Cleveland Hill High School, but they have a very tough one against Waverly tomorrow at noon. Yeah, I'm acquainted with Waverly. Uh, by the way, Coach Foyle, my mentor, was a coach down there very early in his career. I visited 
that school. They have a storybook kind of situation stadium. It's just a, it's built on the side of a hill. It's almost like a storybook football, but uh, they're ranked number one in the state. And, uh, you know, they, they have a quarterback that's thrown for, I believe, 36 touchdowns in the air, just like an incredible, wow. incredible program. And, uh, you know, I'm sure uh, Coach Mark Tozek is looking forward to it. By the way, in the offseason, both these teams kind of met in this 7-on-7 uh, seven seven tournament at uh, Cortland. So they kind of know of each other. So it's not like, you know, the first time they kind of met. So, uh, you know, today, uh, you know, it's one of those matchups that you kind of look forward to. They're going to play tomorrow at 12 o'clock at uh, CNS, and uh, the winner would advance through the next uh you know, next weekend at uh, your dome at GMA, uh, GMA Dome in, in Syracuse, too, Sal. So it's going to be a great matchup for Class C. Now, if anybody was watching the Thanksgiving Day games yesterday, they saw Isaiah McDuffie playing linebacker for the Green Bay Packers. And he, of course, is the uh, son of Coach McDuffie at Bennett High School. There's an, uh, another son he has on the team. And they have athletes everywhere. So proud of Bennett and what they've been able to do at the Class AA level. They're contending for another state championship. Big walk-off win uh, against Section 5. I think it was uh, McQuaid, right? I believe they played McQuaid in that game. Uh, taking on CBA, though. CBA is a tough matchup. What can you tell us about the big AA matchup tomorrow night? That's 6 o'clock, by the way, tomorrow night. Exactly. Right. Yeah, 3 o'clock. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry about the, uh, the one one and two kind of double A matchup here is kind of like another dream. Uh, yeah. Talk about Bennett in terms of what they've done. Uh, that last, by the way, it was a last second win against McQuaid. One second left. Yes. Walk off touchdown. Yeah. It, it's, uh, and of course, you know, a good, a, a great kind of season for Bennett last year, state champ walking into a, you know, a, a kind of a pit full of athletes from CBA and they're twelve and zero, uh, led by uh, a tailback named Jameer Hanford, who has uh, got a handful of touchdowns this year. It's going to be a great matchup. Uh, I I believe Bennett might be the first team if they do make it past G- uh, CBA to be at least at the dome for three straight years. Credit mm-hmm. to Coach McDuffie what he's done there for those kids, and uh, it's going to be a great matchup, you know, for uh, for that double A championship. And again. You know, that'll be at the uh, 6 o'clock time, I believe. Yeah, that's right. By the way, um, a couple of Syracuse guys. People are interested, too, locally. Uh, Jameer Thomas headed to Syracuse from Bennett. Um, uh, Rashad Weaver went to Bennett uh, and then Syracuse as well. So there's a nice tie in there as well. People want to get a look at a, a future Orange player as well in the field on um, in this game. Don't forget, too, Sal, our Catholic championship, too. Uh, Coach Smith and the uh, Red Raiders and Oh, thank you. Francis, I think have to, uh, I think, wait until December 1st to play Cardinal Hayes, but that'll be determined. And, uh, you know, give credit to Coach Smith and what he's doing with that program. It's, uh, I believe, Sal, the third straight year he's gone to the state championship. So let's see what he does then. By the way, speaking of Syracuse, have you put your application in yet? I'll endorse you if you want to take over the program. Dino Babers was fired, Coach. If you want the job, I can put a word for you. I don't know. I'd love for that to happen, you know. Well, let's start their recruiting on and see how many people we can get that uh, recruiting on and see how many people want to go to Syracuse, you know, first of all. No doubt. Um, before I let you go, Trench Trophy, the night after recruiting night, uh, December 7th this year, different venue, and this is where 
Um, high school football, we honor the best linemen. And, you know, it's always the guys, the skill guys that get the recognition, but not for the Trench Trophy. Our um, dear friend and my former high school coach and AD, Carl Curris, founded this event. Unfortunately, it's the first year without him. He passed away back in March. Uh, but you guys are going to keep this going, and that's going to be on December 7th, right? Yeah, you know, it's kind of like the, the trifecta of awards night. Uh, be, you know, including my recruiting that year too. But you're right, Sal. The uh, the Trench Trophy Award dinner will be held at the Grapevine Banquet Facility in Depew, uh, December seventh, uh, Thursday, beginning at uh, six. Uh, there's there's some great athletes that are on that line of scrimmage, both offensively and defensively. Uh, I could just run down the name: Sheldon Cunningham, mm-hmm. Aiden Devereaux, Rashawn Handley. Uh, Keegan Hardy, Marcus Harrison from St. Francis, who just mentioned him, uh, Luke Mathias, uh, Hezekiah Mercado, uh, Roosevelt Mitchell, Isaiah Platts, uh, Pat Sullivan, Delshawn Taylor from Bennett, uh, Cam Whitaker. These are great kids that, and because of Coach Curras, he started this thing years ago, gave credit to those. Kids with their hands in the dirt that, uh, boy, you know, uh, without an offensive or defensive line, where are we, you know, in, in the game of football? But this banquet will continue. Uh, you know, Coach Cross isn't around to guide us, and we're, we're kind of, uh, you know, leaning on all the people that, that uh, he had following him on committee to do the job, and uh, we hope to do this thing on December 7th in his name and uh, hope to take off. In, in this direction, but he laid the framework, Sal, a great mentor of yours and a, and a great mentor of a lot of kids in Western New York. By the way, I just want to correct myself. Rashad Perry, Rashad Perry went to uh, Bennett and Syracuse. Rashad Weaver actually plays for Pitt, who played against Rashad Perry in Syracuse, so I just got those two names confused, but he was the former winner of the um, Trench Trophy last year, Rashad Perry, who's now at Syracuse. Coach, uh, thank you so much. Thank you for all you do for Western New York, the community. I know every time every time I do a game with you, every time I talk with you, I can't tell you how many people say, oh, Coach Jankowitz, I, I, I went to school and he taught me. I went to school, I played for him, and you're so loved in, in Western New York. Well, thanks, Sal. It's great doing games with you, and uh, you know, thanks for you know, given Western New York the information about this, we hope it's a start of other careers, you know, on down the line. And, uh, you know, credit to Western New York football for sure. All right, Coach. Have a great rest of your weekend. We'll catch up. Thank you. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Jankowitz, recruiting night. If you uh, have an interest, somebody in your family, young man, young woman, wants to play college football, flag football, they're going to have a table there. 
December 6th at Highmark Stadium at the Pepsi Club. Good stuff there. If you missed any of that interview, check it out on demand, WGR550.com. I have to take a timeout. When we come back, we'll wrap up this hour. We'll head towards 11 o'clock. That's where I'll give you Three Dog Thursday on a Friday here this week after going 2-1 and one and missing by one point to go 3-0 and oh last week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.